0: Everybody, welcome back! Blurp, blurp, blurp. Uh, Mr. Aha, Reacher, this is how it goes. Way
1: to, best way to come back, right here. Let's go.
0: Honestly, yeah. <laughs> welcome, or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am not alone.
1: No, no. I am here. Wait, yeah, I am here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's Brad. It's Blue. Together, we are BNB Anime. I've never done that before, but now I feel like we're in Pokemon, and it's great.
1: <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? I'm down. Uh, Pikachu, I. I I don't know. I'm lost.
0: Pikachu, I evolve you.
1: No, you no. bad. You banned. No, I Nobody wants evolves Pikachu. You, you jerk.
0: Evolve Pichu, but nobody wants Raichu.
1: Exactly. Although <laughs> Raichu is a badass. no. no nobody, nobody no. evolves Pikachu. That bad. That banned.
0: That bad. What's your favorite Eevee evolution? That's it. EV evolution.
1: Uh, let me. Let me look it up because I always forget the name of my favorite evolution however it is Jolteon,
0: and Flareon, and Vaporeon and then Sylveon. I get confused. Uh, oh, that's my brother's favorite too.
1: It is adorable. Mm. What about yours? Uh,
0: I I kind of uh, I mean i like just Eevee, but if I have to um evolve it, then I probably Vaporeon cuz I'm kind of basic.
1: Oh, Glaceon looks cool as hell too.
0: Yeah, Evolutions, is- Ev- I can't say that <laughs> properly. They're cool. Evolutions, Evolutions are sick. They're great.
1: Yeah, Good they fun. they are absolute fun time. Speaking of, so some of my friends set up a uh, Pixelmon server. Oh yeah. So I've been enjoying that during my COVID quarantine time. That was that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Um. Found a new RP server, so I've been kind of throwing myself into that the past couple of weeks. That's also been fun. Doing yeah, a lot of sleeping. It. Yes, that's that's primarily been my life. I'm just I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad to be out and be playing tennis much much faster this time.
0: Yeah, than yeah. When
1: this happened last year.
0: So, do you want to tell the people at home what exactly happened?
1: So, I went out to the barn to grab a drink to go into work, and I almost passed out like That's i was tansies. having that much trouble breathing mm. so i called my boss i was like hey i am going i'ma go get COVID tested and i will uh i'll let you know mm-hmm. and got three different COVID tests over the period of two weeks all of them came back negative mm-hmm. but there, there's no way in hell my lungs took that hard of a dip and all the symptoms i have and it wasn't it
0: yeah i I mean we were talking before we started recording about the possibility that you had pneumonia
1: because mm-hmm. of the
0: fact that the similar the symptoms are very similar with the the long issues but yeah I mean you're double vaxxed it, I luckily you all turned out well for for the end but yeah rough going for a while
1: <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was not fun this no. is our second attempt at recording this episode the first attempt went very haywire due to, one, me being sick as all hell. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the recording somehow got lost.
0: Yeah, a very strange thing. We were recording, I'd say probably about two months ago, we started recording on a new software and it's been working out really, really well for us. It's been making editing a whole lot easier. And we've really been enjoying it. But this past time, about two weeks ago, we were recording this same um, Is It Wrong To Try To Pick Up Girls In A Dungeon? And we got to the end of the recording. Brad had been so sick throughout the entire thing, finding it difficult to just catch his breath to actually say just like one sentence. And so I don't think you were like entirely pleased with how it turned out in the end.
1: No, I probably would have deleted the recording myself. However, yeah. just the fact that we lost it for any sort of blooper shenanigans kind of frustrates me.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it was very strange because uh, Brad went to end up pressing and record because unlike our previous system where we were both recording individually, this new system records both of us on just one recording, even though it does record our audios into individual files it just compresses it makes it so much easier for us we don't have to sync or anything it's
1: it's great yeah it gets rid of any audio lag issues Mm -hmm. and the audio lag issue has been the main thing that has been plaguing us for the past year and a half of doing this man that sounds weird to say (laughs) right yeah but anyway yeah so it takes care of that however for some reason it booted blue like her entire recording crashed and whenever she came back I looked down at the bottom and I'm like huh that that's weird it's still not recording because mm-hmm. it shouldn't stop just because she got booted it should keep yeah. the recording going and just let her join back yeah and come to find out it just whole recording gone don't know if it actually recorded the whole thing and then the crash caused it caused it to boot her don't know if because of her editing the last episode that we had recorded on here and her signing in under the same uh login caused it to boot because we had issues trying to even record this one just for, you know, the purposes of both of us being logged into the same account. So who fucking knows?
0: Yeah, I, but it's funny because I couldn't even, we couldn't even start this recording. Like we couldn't even get into the system of both being the same thing at the same time today which makes perfect sense but last time we were able to get to the interface of being able to record so i don't think that was the problem
1: well i think they've done some updating to the system as well because i've noticed i've gotten quite a few emails
0: right okay fair from point.
1: them so they could have went in and like changed some things or tweaked some things because i know they did some changing i just i don't read emails that i don't <laughs> find important yeah and the emails sense. from these guys i did not find important so i was like mm, shoot go away
0: yeah yeah. Um But yeah. So that is what we're going to be re-recording this week. Brad is feeling a, a butt ton better, um, and uh, and hopefully Squadcast doesn't fuck us up this time.
1: Uh, hopefully not. But you know what? We out here. We're gaming. We're gonna we're gonna figure out how everything goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um I have a thing that I want to talk about. That's kind. It's not at all anime related, but it is media related.
1: All right. Let's hear it.
0: Have you? Seen those commercials recently from Amazon pushing the new Cinderella movie featuring Camila Cabello. Camila Cabello? I think that's her name.
1: Uh, No, because I refuse to subject myself to peasantries, and if I have the ability to pay to get rid of ads, I will pay to get rid of ads.
0: Okay, well, if you are like me, and sometimes in some things that you use are bloody and, and don't just like have ad lock or skip ads or whatever um <laughs> then you will most likely have seen this because i swear it has been shoved down my throat constantly maybe it's just because i'm in that age and gender demographic so
1: i mean do, do you get them on youtube or what do you get them on
0: um yeah i get them on youtube i get them on just like i see them i see like the, the, I'm on the side of things, you know, you know, like Wikipedia or whatever, and it has ads on the side, mm-hmm. and you see them, like, on the stupid mobile games that I play on my phone sometimes when I'm feeling anxious.
1: Oh, okay, that, that makes sense. I was going to say, for YouTube, you do know that I pay for YouTube Premium for the I podcast for a reason, right?
0: And the thing about it is, is I'm logged into the YouTube Premium account on my phone, but for some reason, just not on my laptop. Don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that's been really, really shoved down my throat recently. And I think that it's just because of the fact that I'm in that age demographic. But let me know if you have also been experiencing this. Because I'm not kidding when I see that I have seen it daily. I've been going on to a lot of different websites recently for art research, things like that, with my schooling. I've been sent to a load of different like news sources. And news sites are always loaded with pop-ups. And those, it, it has been it has been that all over it. So I figured, screw it, I'm going to find it and watch it. And oh, I couldn't even get past the first 10 minutes of the film because the premise is so dumb that it just makes me so angry.
1: So it was about as bad as that rom-com I started like a couple months ago.
0: Honestly, it might be uh, it might be worse just because of the fact that they. It's just it's so dumb. Okay, so I'm is, gonna. Is that
1: a challenge? do Do we need to put in homework for well, the next episode?
0: Let me just paint a picture for you, and you okay. can see. Okay, so imagine classic Cinderella film, right? It's a musical. Mm-hmm. It's live action. A picture. Everything y The idea is in medieval kind of magical world. Mm-hmm. Cinderella wants to become a seamstress, because she, that's what she wants to do. She's woke Cinderella, so she doesn't want to marry the prince. She wants to create a business. Uh-huh. She is not allowed to create a business by her evil stepmother, because no one will buy dresses from women. Can I just take a moment to just remind people that when a single woman who was not married in medieval time period she was when she were that the entire thing that they were called were spinsters. Can I just fashion is the one industry that women have had control over for time. So these executives in this I don't know, Hollywood studio thing, had a board meeting and decided, okay, she's going to be woke Cinderella. She's going to be a boss woman. She's not going to want to get with that prince. She's going to want to have her own business. What industry can we choose for her to want to have a job in that nobody is going to let her have a job in? Not blacksmithing. Not something that is male dominated, so she actually has to fight her way in. No, 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 no. Men in this world are going to have the fashion industry. She's going to have to fight her way into the fashion industry.
1: I I think I would have preferred blacksmithing, if I'm being completely honest. Honestly!
0: And I, I don't- I just don't understand how it was like- Okay, you can- the, I'm not kidding. Lines like this were said in the first 10 minutes of the film. I didn't watch further than this. Lines like this were said. You can't be a seamstress. You're a woman. <laughs> <I> th- <laughs> no one will buy your dresses. You're a woman. <laughs> uh... Oh my, oh my god, god. it's so it's so dumb it's, uh, it's uh, so yeah that's my rant for the day i just of all of the industries that they could have chosen to make her a boss bitch they chose fashion
1: i i would have preferred blacksmithing that would have been that would have been great
0: it, i mean how hard would it have been to shift it from seamstressing to cobbling she's cinderella she's known for her shoes she could have been a cobbler i want to make shoes
1: she she wants to be a pastry <laughs> Like, she wants to be a dessert?
0: No. No, a cobbler is the name of a person who makes shoes.
1: No, no, a cobbler is like a rectangular pie. It's like a pie made into, like, a rectangular pan, not a circular pan.
0: Are you saying you like to eat feet? Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Don't, don't, don't you spread rumors. (laughs) Don't get that started. Somebody somewhere is gonna take that and run hey, with it. We don't you, need fan art of that shit.
0: You could twist my words, I could twist yours too.
1: I think this is just a difference in translation.
0: Yeah. No, but like the profession is like blacksmithing Pablo's. yeah, that's the thing. Um,
1: so it's not Baker. Huh. Interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it would have been so easy because that was, as far as I'm aware, a male dominated industry. Back in the day, because it went from, like, tannery, blacksmithing, creating shoes, is the combination of cobblers, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, that to me feels more masculine. But weaving, fabric making, seamstressing was always a feminine-dominated industry. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my frustration for the day. Oh, I got a new piece of technology.
1: Oh, what'd you get? I got a
0: wireless charging pad for my phone because I'm late to the game. Have had a phone that is capable of wireless charging for about two years now. Mm-hmm. Didn't get one. Finally got one because I keep breaking cables because I read in awkward positions while my phone is plugged in. Not a good idea. Do not recommend doing that.
1: Uh, so I know a workaround for this. Yeah. Get a ten-foot charging cable, mate.
0: I tried that! I still break them because I am vicious and
1: <laughs> so so vicious where's the where's the attack command we made for your stream <laughs> when Honestly, we need yeah. it?
0: uh but yeah so i got a wireless charging pad and i'm not kidding when i say it is the best thing that i could have done it's great i love it yeah and and it it's so i don't know it's great i always it with adhd i know where my phone is now because it's most likely on the charging pad
1: <laughs> i mean hey that that makes complete sense
0: right yeah
1: I'm trying to i'm trying to think if i've done anything new here in like the past three weeks not that two of them i could have done anything new with but you know no no i think my life has been i think my life has been relatively boring
0: <clears throat> just drinking some tea
1: i've drank so much tea by the way i'm out of tea that you sent me
0: i need to send you more tea
1: i i desperately need need more tea in case the plague ever decides to strike back again
0: Yeah, I'll have to send you some blackcurrant, because that's really, really, really good for your throat.
1: Hmm. Oh, so I have set a new technological piece in my Amazon cart, so I will get them, or I will purchase it whenever I have the money, because I'm still currently paying off my tires that I had to get put on the truck. Fun. Fuck off, Motorcycle Brigade.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say, I heard that loud and clear.
1: Yeah. Again. Our microphones are sensitive bitches.
0: They are. They're a the sensitive guys.
1: But on, on the note of new piece of technology, I'm looking at getting a new microphone.
0: Microphone! Dead. So,
1: a friend of mine has a Shure SM7B, and after hearing the absolute beauty that is that microphone quality, I'm like, I need this in my life.
0: I, I've been thinking about getting a new microphone as well, because, yeah, like you said before, what the fuck are you? You're a blue Yeti. They're fucking... <laughs> I was, like, looking at it like, what is it? Um... <laughs>
1: I mean, they are great microphones. The microphones that we're using are fantastic, but they pick up everything.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I don't mind that because in certain circumstances, it is incredibly useful. And I feel like it's certainly something that I'm always going to turn back to, especially with the podcast setting in the back of it. If I ever do interviews in real life with people, I feel like it will be such a useful microphone to Mm -hmm. have. Um, I just feel like... Uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I mean, I've had this microphone for three years, maybe now. I'm feeling like maybe I want to, like, spice it up a little bit, change it up.
1: Yeah, I've I've had mine for two years, basically, since we, or not since you, because you've been doing it a lot longer than I have, but basically since I got into the voice acting game mm-hmm. and built the rig that I have, and this has been fantastic for it. However, mate, just the audio quality difference on those Shure microphones are just a vast vast difference in clarity that could also like cut down on editing time so much
0: yeah yeah i'm gonna have to uh yeah i'm gonna have. you'll have to send me the link to that mic and i will check it out and i'll check out a few others as well because yeah i'm feeling like i want to switch it up a bit see if i can do that possibly with any money i might ever have left over from my student loan (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's kind of that's kind of how i'm looking at it as well i'm just like i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to save up so much money i'm gonna have to
0: like how many 99 cent noodles can i eat before i die
1: uh a lot right that's the college life mate
0: honestly yeah yeah i don't know okay cool
1: so shall we shall we get with the one piece of news that i have for the day
0: it's been three weeks and we only have and news
1: uh well again i haven't been doing my job (laughs) correctly However, this is the biggest piece of news that I feel like I can present today, so therefore, I figure how fitting. Also, if we're going to start staying a week ahead, what is news going to be anyway? So, biggest piece of news, we officially have Demon Slayer date set.
0: Ah, uh, yes, I saw image on Instagram.
1: Yeah. So, the official release date of Demon Slayer Season 2 is going to be October 10th for... The Mugen Train arc. So, if you have already seen Mugen Train, then you may want to hold off on watching Demon Slayer Season 2, unless you just want to see what kind of differences is going to hold. However, the Entertainment District arc is officially set to kick off on December 5th. Cool. So, the OP for the Mugen Train arc is going to be done by Lisa, because, obviously, we Lisa's fantastic. But then the OP and ED for the Entertainment District arc is going to be done by Amir. Hmm. So I am, I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. I love both of those artists. I love Ufotable. They're doing a great job. Also, Ufotable has confirmed that they are not going to be censoring shit in season two.
0: Nice, That's good. I feel like, I feel, yeah, I'm happy about that. Demon Slayer is absolutely something that is targeted at adults, so should be made for adults.
1: and I know the basically from this point on it starts to get more and more graphic Mm -hmm. and so the fact that for once it is not going to be censored to American audiences is absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah I feel like it there really needs to be a change in the way that things are distributed globally especially media. Um. Mm -hmm. But, funnily enough, I was talking to a friend of ours about distribution the other day, but with, uh, like, price range stuff, because this is a complete off-topic thing. See, this is what happens. When I record by myself, I stayed on topic really well, and for some reason, when I'm with you...
1: Oh, so you're blaming you, me! I, I see how it I is. I am blaming
0: you. But anyways, we were talking about the fact that things like technology, so, uh, video games, stuff like that, and makeup products and there are other things as well but those are the two specific ones that we were talking about when transferred from united states currency american dollars to british pounds they do not change the equivalency rate so it's not like 70 dollars in america and then oh shoot what's the conversion rate
1: uh, it's 1.65, so basically like a hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, that's what, okay. Yeah, so then hundred pounds. So a yeah. hundred pounds and then, uh, what did I say, $70, right? They yep. don't do that. What they do is they say, oh, it's $70 American, so no, it would be less pounds. Pounds would be less pounds, right? More dollars, less pounds.
1: Yes, yeah. my, my so brain it hurts. So
0: <laughs> it would be like 50 pounds, $70. And it would, instead of doing that, British people have to pay more because they just say, oh, it's 70 in whatever. So it's $70 American, 70 pounds in England. But when it comes to Canada or Australia, they convert it because... Like, the Canadian dollar is more. So for, like, American, if I was to pay... if In American dollars, if I were to pay, like, $16, it would be $20 Canadian. So mm-hmm. they convert it for Canadians, but they don't convert it for pounds. So British people have to pay more regardless for anything. Yes. It's insane. Don't understand why they do it. But also, that was a side point. Things when they change, when they come over to North America... I do not understand. Huge example right here. Sorcerer's Stone versus the Philosopher's Stone in the first Harry Potter... They changed it because they thought that American kids were too dumb to understand what a philosopher was.
1: But, I mean, can can we be real here for a minute?
0: Yeah.
1: That I, I don't... I. They're not wrong.
0: I didn't understand what a philosopher was when I was in England. I learnt because I was like, huh, it's the title of this book. What does it mean? Oh, if you read the book, you find out.
1: No, no, no. no <laughs> That's no, how no, education no, no, no. works. You see, you got your... Like, mid-education in the Americas, alright? Yeah. Early education in the Americas is like, alright, here's your shapes. Your square goes in the square hole. Your your round peg can also go in the square hole, because we cut the holes too damn big. (laughs) So this welcome to America, where everything is as dumbed down as humanly possible until you go to college and then you're taught everything correctly, and it's like, what the fuck is going on?
0: I guess- My biggest thing with that is the idea that children are not taught how to learn. They're taught that you need to learn, but they're not taught how to learn.
1: Everything in America is extremely standardized. We are taught how to take tests. We are not actually properly taught. You have some teachers that will actually teach you properly and give you the information that you need to go forward. And those are the teachers that I have absolutely loved and still remember to this day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then you have some that literally teach by the book. They make a PowerPoint. You go through the PowerPoint. They do not excel at it. Word.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> There's my Microsoft puns for the day. Anyway. Right. Yeah.
0: No, I get that, because I feel like, I mean, there definitely are teachers like that. Maybe I was just in a, in a small...
1: But yeah, everything here is just so standardized. Again, we are taught how to take tests, because we are given like statewide tests all through school, from kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade. We are expected to take those standardized tests on top of the standardized tests, like the ACT or SAT, to be able to get into college where you are graded on how well you do, not like are you graded off what you know rather than you know but it's also how well you can take a test and cheat the system Mm. yeah there's no there's no additional help for students that actually need it they've decided to go with a model to where everybody passes everybody goes through and there's no repercussions to things But also, students aren't able to get the necessary help that they need.
0: Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem. It's like, okay, that's fine if you don't want to. Because I can understand how psychologically damaging it can be to a kid to be held back a grade. That must be, like, it must feel awful for a kid. But that being said, if you're not giving them extra tutoring or, you know, whatever, free of charge, you're just hurting the kid in the long run. they're going to go through life feeling as though it doesn't matter what they do because the end result is the same and they can just do what they want and they're not going to learn that valuable lesson that that actions have consequences, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'm not saying that you should hold kids back because if it is if there are studies on it that it's so psychologically damaging that it is detrimental to the kid, then I'm not saying that you should do that, but I definitely feel like it should be standard and free to give that kid extra help to get up to the standard that they need to be to be able to, you know, get where they want to go in life.
1: And I feel like a lot of that could be put on the educational system itself and the government funding that mm-hmm. comes with schools. Mm-hmm. Because let's, let's be real here. Americans, you guys all know, teachers are drastically fucking underpaid.
0: I feel like it's pretty universal. What they do.
1: Yeah, it is unreal how little teachers are paid for what they do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if the funding were there, which it very well could be, to give teachers a pay raise and pay them well enough to where I feel like it would be more feasible to ask them to stay and give students the help that they need. Yeah. I don't foresee why that would be an issue.
0: Yeah, I feel like... In general, I think that teachers need to be paid more. I think that teachers' assistants need to be paid more. I think that custodial staff in the schools needs to be t- paid more. Uh, administration, all that jazz, everything. In, when Because if you think about it, that is the entire foundation of the next generation. The people that are going to be taking care of you when you retire are the ones that are in school
1: mm-hmm.
0: whilst you're voting.
1: Not only that, but... I mean, pay them at least a fucking livable wage. Yeah. And don't just pay them based off the school's performance. Pay them off of a statewide level of, hey, like, this is being paid well for the, you know, education that you're going to be giving. Not, all right, you have a lower income section of the city, so therefore the school isn't going to get nearly as much funding as the school that's in the rich part of the city, therefore it can have fully updated everything, teachers are going to get paid more, no. Like, it just be, you know, just pay teachers a decent wage, not the small amount that they are paid now. Because I know how much teachers are paid, at least paid here in Tennessee. Yeah. It's very fucking low.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that just maintains the segregation of classes. Mm -hmm. just doing that it's it's just i mean it's it's basically how much more can we increase the one percent from the rest of the country you know and that's the kind of thing that i feel like is pretty universal it's not something that i can say only happens in america i feel like teachers are drastically underpaid globally and i feel like there's a lot of holes in every education system so i don't know it's definitely a topic that needs to be discussed discussed more
1: isn't there a scene in Lord of the Rings of the dude with the white beard whose name I don't know because I've never fucking seen Lord of the Rings? Do not at me. Do not come after me because I will not respond Wait, anyway.
0: The big white uh, wizard guy? Gandalf?
1: Yeah. Is it Gandalf? I don't know. All I remember is seeing him swinging a sword, but you can clearly see a watch on his wrist.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. I have one. It's uh, like that. Uh, when I was a kid, there was a, a- British TV series, I think it was done by the BBC, but it might have been ITV, I'm not sure, Uh, British TV series that was based around Robin Hood. The set design was pretty fantastic. Oh, I mean, they just used regular British castles, so the set design was good. The costuming was fine, uh, except for their feet, because instead of wearing black leather shoes, they wore sneakers. <clears throat> <laughs> and it just makes me chuckle every now and again. You can see a pair of sneakers while watching the show. I guess they had a budget Whatever works, black shoes are black shoes, but it's still just, it does make me chuckle a bit.
1: That's, that is hilarious.
0: It's like, you couldn't have asked those actors if they had a pair of boots at home?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just whatever's comfy. Yeah. And it could be like, long day shooting. I mean, you, you never know.
0: It's like, hey, do you not just have a, a pair of leather boots at home? I mean, you're, you're British. You're in England. Trots are other, it's raining right now. So, you know, do you not have boots <laughs>
1: No, no. Tennis shoes. We're good.
0: We're good. Flip-flops. It's fine.
1: I also love how every form of athletic, comfortable shoe here in the U.S. are just tennis shoes. Even though they are not for tennis, they are tennis shoes.
0: Yeah. I've started calling them sneakers just because I feel like, I don't know, that's one of those ones that I've picked up, but they are absolutely trainers when I think about them mentally. It's just verbally they're always sneakers.
1: So do ninjas wear them because they like to sneak?
0: No, ninjas wear them because they like to train.
1: Mm.
0: Or conductors.
1: <laughs> so, did you know mm? all it takes to start a zoo is two polar bears, one grizzly, and three pandas? Why is that? It's the bear necessities.
0: Funny. <laughs> but you forgot <laughs> black bears. <laughs> I was going to say koalas too, but they're marsupials.
1: That, that is true. Mm. you know what I do get though? anime
0: ah smooth transition
1: yeah yeah i I, I had to think of something i figured i had to get the train back on the tracks otherwise we could keep that going for a while i was gonna say
0: i had a whole rant about squirrels in my head too because there's a specific kind of squirrel in the uk that's being killed by other squirrels (laughs) i'm not even kidding that's a thing
1: i can i can believe it
0: yeah so is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon again not for you for us though
1: yeah, for us. The second time we've had to go through this, except this time I am much more energetic and ready to go. Yeah,
0: and it has been like two weeks, so let's see how much of this my brain remembers.
1: I mean, at <laughs> least we've already seen this through a couple of times. I finished season two, by the way.
0: I am very nearly finished season two, but then I got distracted by having to write an essay, so, you know.
1: I mean, essay is much more important. I don't know about that. I Okay, so from a brain perspective, anime is much more important. However... Due to, you know, the fact that you are paying to go to school, school is more important.
0: Yeah, but I also pay for my Crunchyroll subscription. And for the amount of years that I've had it, they probably cost about the same.
1: I mean, again, you're, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> tennis. No, not tennis. I just looked at my prints of tennis. <laughs> I looked at my prints of tennis notes. Because <laughs> they're next right. to my, my hat. Is it wrong? T- uh, I tried to abbreviate this for Brad and I's chat. Um, cause I was like, what are we going to record? Are we going to uh, record, is it we to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Or, uh, was it Kakegurui?
1: Yep, Kakaguru.
0: Which we were also supposed to record, um, and have both watched. So that will be coming at some point. So keep your eyes up for that.
1: Should be, should be next week. Cause it's still scheduled for next week.
0: Okay, cool. And, and so I tried to abbreviate it and it's like I-I-W-T-T-T-P-G-I-A-D. That's the abbreviation.
1: So, let's... Let's all take into account here for a moment that the amount of brain power that it took to do that, Blue very well could have just typed out the actual title. Yeah. But instead, she she abbreviated it. And as soon as I read it, I knew what she was talking about because she just sent me the abbreviation or Kakigarui. And I was like, oh, I get what she's getting at here. Yeah. But then I had to go through it in my brain and like check every single letter and make sure that it was was right.
0: (laughs) If I go off of the capitalization on my anime list, it's I-I-W-T-P-U-G-D, which is much more reasonable, but I don't understand why is it, in the beginning, is capitalized, but to, to, and in A are not capitalized, because I would think that is it are also, like, small words that you wouldn't need to.
1: Because it's the beginning of the title. However, articles like is an A, and to, or the... Are not considered important letters, so if it starts the sentence or the title, then you would capitalize it. However, later on in the title, it is not necessary. Yeah,
0: I suppose that's what forms it as being a question as well. Without it, it's not a question.
1: Yeah. It's just wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon. And there's a lot of that that gets left out most of the time.
0: Yeah, okay, so.
1: So, light novel, written by Fujino Omori. Mm Mm-hmm. It is currently still running. It began its publication back in January fifteenth of twenty thirteen, and is currently up to seventeen volumes. The manga, also written by Fujino Omori, is currently also still running. It began publication August second of twenty thirteen to present for a total of twelve volumes. Hmm. The first season is directed by Yoshiki Yamakawa. It was made and produced by jc staff for those that don't know jc staff they are really good with other uh fucking like rom-com romance type animes Mm -hmm. they've done toradora they've done golden time and but also something that is what might be considered left field but also not they have done Maid-sama.
0: yeah they did food wars as well didn't they
1: Ah, you ruined my next go into oh, line.
0: Oh, and Connoisseur the movie.
1: Also, something completely out of left field. They did prison school. Yeah. So, and
0: and One Punch Man the second season. Did you say that one already?
1: Uh, I did not. There you go. However, Sorry. nobody cares about One Punch Man season two. Oh,
0: fine. Okay. Uh, it,
1: it's just not as good. Have you seen One Punch Man?
0: I've seen the first season. I have not seen the second season.
1: I'm going to throw in the first season here soon because I want to rewatch it. And also, I feel like that would just be a hilarity to just watch through (laughs) and cover.
0: I'm looking through all of what what they did now because I'm heckin' curious. They've done so much.
1: They they have done a lot.
0: Yeah, they've done they've done loads. If you haven't checked out that studio, I do recommend giving them a Google because you might come across some like if you like the works that we have just mentioned, you might come across some other anime. Oh, they also did some creepy stuff. <laughs> just, <laughs> there is someone there that I'm like, oh, I have heard about that. That is that is creepy. But uh, you might you might come across some things that you would be interested in watching if you like the rest of their other stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean everything they do is typically high quality. Toradora, even though it was done back in October of two thousand and eight, mm-hmm. that still stands up as one of my favorite rom coms of all time. Nice, like it is phenomenal. I think I have it scheduled at some point in the near future, if I am not mistaken. Hmm. I try to, I try to give you a decent break in between rom coms because I, I know how you are. Yeah, you get you get nothing but cringe out of things that I absolutely love and adore. So I I give you a slight break.
0: I don't do romance. Me and romance are not a thing. Uh,
1: I I mean, from a real life perspective, same. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no! Oh uh, my heart, it hurts. Oh no. <laughs>
1: But you know, we out here, we gaming, everything is fine. Everything's anime fine. Will, We're anime fine. Will fill the, anime will fill the void in my heart. Yeah, it's we, okay.
0: <laughs> we can buy body pillows. It's fine. Um.
1: I mean, hey, so on that note, I am planning on going to TwitchCon next year since it was revealed. So I'm going to try to find their artist alley or whatever the fuck they have and see how much body pillows actually cost.
0: Uh, I have no
1: intentions of buying one, but I have heard they are expensive. But I've never had a price tag put on them, so I am genuinely curious.
0: I don't think I've ever actually looked at a price tag of one at a convention. I have seen them occasionally on like online shopping or in like EB Games or something. I think they have one every now and again. Mm -hmm. They don't tend to have the more provocative ones in stores, but uh, it is free reign in uh, conventions. You will see everything and anything. Uh, just out and about. So be aware of that.
1: I can, I can believe it.
0: Yeah. Uh, it. I. I'm just,
1: I'm just ready to go to my first con. I've got a lot of Twitch friends that are going to be going, so it's going to be like a huge meetup type of thing if we all do end up going.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really want to go to um, Anime Center again. I hope it is back up and running next summer, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll see. But yes, okay, back to Is it wrong to try to girls be a- Because it has been a day.
1: What? No, right? Yes.
0: Um. So yeah, it is rated a PG thirteen. Um, which I feel like I, I, I think I said it last time. I feel like this should be a fifteen. In my opinion, just because of the amount of sexual content that is in this show. The blood, the gore, all that kind of thing, I think is fine for PG-13. Just being out there, uh, being aware, if you are a parent to a teenager, you're not sure if they should watch this or not. I feel like this should be 15 because of the amount of blatant sexuality that happens throughout this. And the fact that there are some jokes that could be easily misconstrued by someone with a younger brain. Um, and taken too literally. That's the thing that I always have the question in my mind, is do I think that a 13-year-old could look at that and think, I'm going to try it? And I think, yes, there could be some things in here that uh, a 13-year-old that hasn't had the proper guidance through life could look at that and think, yeah, that sounds like fun. And uh, I think maybe 15, they might hopefully have a little bit more clue to not actually do anything in real life. So yeah, I'm going to say it should be 15, but use your parental guidance with your own brain, to decide what you think it should be. That's my perspective.
1: Excuse you, how dare you stand on your high horse and say that a harem anime should have such a high rating?
0: How dare I?
1: I'm not disagreeing, but how dare you... How (laughs) dare I? ...evolve a a harem anime to such a... (laughs) to such a class of people that actually have the ability to... I, I don't know. I, I lost the bit. Right,
0: yeah. No, I just feel like... I don't necessarily feel like it should be an 18, like a rated R, because I don't feel like it's it's bad enough to be a rated R, but I do feel like it, 13 is too young. I don't know. And I know there isn't really anything in between, but I don't know. It's it, it's a... Use your own judgment situation.
1: Yeah, it's... um. Again, it is a harem anime, so do with that as you will. Like, it is very much plot-based yeah no no pun intended it is legitimately plot-based because that's all harem anime's are. they're funny they're quirky they are a great time Mm -hmm. but again you definitely need to kind of screen it first to see if you think that it would be appropriate for your child to watch beforehand
0: yes and if you have a cynical mind or maybe not this is cynical but if you looked at this through a lens of is it politically correct you would undoubtedly come to the conclusion that no it is not there are (laughs) there are things that are in this that depending on the viewer they could find to be sensitive content because of there are a lot of like jokes that are put in there that are assault (laughs) if they were to happen in real life like Mm. that's just how that is And um, in anime, the line is very blurred as to how people will take it. I feel like people within the anime community see this stuff in pretty much every single anime that they watch. So it's kind of, we're desensitized to it and it's fine. Uh, Just bear in mind, children do not see things the same way that we do. 13 is still very much a child.
1: Mm -hmm. And again, what we just perceive as a normal trope, some people may not. Yeah. So you gotta kind of do with that as you will. And again... Like, the PG part of the PG-13 is definitely there for a reason. Yeah. So, kind of, whenever it comes to harem animes, screen it first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is the big thing. Okay. So, with that being said, on my anime list, it scored a 7.59 out of 10. And on Anime Planet, it scored a 4.12 out of 5 or an 8.24 out of 10. It has a dropped rate um, of... So a really decent drop rate. It's not the best by any means, but it's also nowhere near the worst. Super, super solid. It is 13 episodes, as Brad said, so it's just one core. Actually, Brad, uh, I don't know if you listened to my solo episode. I think you did, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, last week I was talking about whether or not we should have a separate category um, in dropped rates for drop rates that are, for uh, shows that have more than like two cores. Where do you think the cutoff should be?
1: I think anything past two core, mm-hmm. because once you get into a long standing series, mm-hmm. it's typically where people are either going to A, drop it, or B, it's just going to be on their continued watching and it will never go to the drop category because they're like, oh, I'll get back to it later, mm-hmm. and then never do. So I don't, I feel like anything past two core is almost impossible. To try to sit there and go after, because again, think if one of these days we actually cover something like Naruto, mm-hmm. even if it's just a couple of seasons or one piece or anything along those lines, or I will even raise you one better full metal alchemist brotherhood that has 65 episodes mm-hmm. that is technically five core However, it is not that long of a series comparative to others.
0: Yeah, because that was my thing. Because like, that sounds like a whole lot of episodes, but if you compare it to what I did last week with Prince of Tennis, that has 178 episodes. So over double. Mm-hmm. And I, it makes me wonder as to whether or not they should even be within the same category. Should it be like two core and then... Above 2 core to 100, and then above 100? Or should it just be anything above 2 core is considered to be a big anime and therefore gets its own dropped rate score or drop rate category? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, it's a thing to think about.
1: It is. It is definitely something to think about.
0: Yeah. But uh for comparison, for that sake... um this week, we had a drop rate of 2.8 with, uh, Prince, uh, with Prince of Tennis. <laughs> what am I talking about? With, is it Roger right to try to pick up Girls in Dungeon? Prince of Tennis, with its 178 episodes, had a drop rate of 14.69. So you can see there, just from the difference of, like, episode number, considering that the ratings are very, very similar, my anime list has it at a 7.8, and Anime Planet also has it at a 7.8. Um, which compared to this week with a 7.5 and an 8.2, is very comparad- comparable, you know? Very, very mm-hmm. comparable scores, but the drop rate between them is extensively different. I'm going to say pretty much solely down to the amount of episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, again, you have shows like ReZero or Dr. Stone, something that is two cores that has an incredibly low drop rate, but then you have shows like this one that's not necessarily everybody's cup of tea, but still, a 2% drop rate is not that high. No. So, I mean, it's still fantastic, but then you have a show that's as long as Prince of Tennis to where I get that. I'm sure if you look at the drop rate of something like Dragon Ball, or again, like I spoke previously of Naruto and One Piece, yeah, that drop rate is going to be extensive because it's so fucking much. Yeah. So I get it.
0: Yeah. Well, just for context of um, what is still a fairly decent drop rate, uh, it's Brad's favorite anime is Your lie in April with a 4.27%. So it's still very decent, but uh, Is It Road to try, try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon is nearly half of that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, even Dr. Stone got a 3.29. Mm-hmm. Very decent drop rate for this week, then. Yeah, Okay, let's go on to episodes. We are not going to go episode by episode completely this week. We are going to mainly talk about our favorite parts of the show. I feel like it's probably the best way to go about this one. Um So, spoiler chicken hat. Well, actually, before we do that, I'm going to give a quick description for those who have no idea what this show is about and have just been listening up until this point. Love you for that. Do appreciate. Um But, yeah, let's go over what this is. Is a road to try to pick up girls in a dungeon. Is as Brad previously said a harem. It is uh, based around our main character Bell, who lives in a world where they are. We decided last week that they were the the Greek gods
1: uh yes greek
0: gods sure we're gonna go with that he lives in a world where the greek gods are kind of blended in with everybody else because they basically got bored from in heaven and decided to come down and live with everybody else and in this world they have a big tower dungeon and when you go through all the levels you obviously get rewards and you you know you train and then each group of of adventurers is connected to a specific god Belle is connected to the god Hestia, she has a very small family of just him when we start, and it's the dynamic between him and the rest of the the people in, in the town, the rest of the adventurers, and him going through and training... And obviously because he is the main character, he has some special strange thing about him that you will learn about. And uh that changes the course of his path. He also has a huge crush on um uh the like the best swordswoman. Ice, I think it's her how you I it's ice, right? Ace? Uh Eyes?
1: Eyes?
0: Eyes? Eyes, maybe. Um, and, uh, and he has a huge crush on her, and so he's trying to get through the dungeon as best as he can to impress her and catch up to her, um, because his grandpa basically said, if you gotta- you wanna get a woman, then you gotta train hard. Basically.
1: I mean, again, harem anime. Yeah. (laughs) Anime logic, but harem form.
0: Yes. Uh, and then we meet a bunch of other characters along the way. So, spoiler chicken out's on-
1: yeah, Spoiler chicken!
0: And Let's go. Do you want to kick us off?
1: So, show, kick off. Mm-hmm. White-haired boy. Mm-hmm. Looks like a rabbit. Everybody calls him the rabbit to start off with, just because his hair and eyes make him stand out from the rest. Also, Monty Python reference. We love it.
0: Also, ReZero reference.
1: Uh, don't don't get me started. The second I saw those fucking rabbits, I sent you a screenshot, and yeah. I was like, "Not again!" Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not again. Oh, the trauma one show can cause. Yeah, but also the Monty Python references—you gotta love it.
0: Yeah, honestly, anytime I see rabbits in any kind of media that are attacking people, I just think of their big pointy teeth. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> so our boy is in the dungeon adventuring. Minotaur gets loose, tries to get him, mm-hmm. but he is saved by blonde lady that is who absolutely covers him in blood because she gives no shits. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I kill. Yes. And we we talked about this in the last recording, so I wanted to make sure we actually sat down and talked about it again on this one, since we have more energy and the ability to talk about it. Eyes is a breath of fresh air to the anime genre. Not yes. just the harem genre, but just the rom-com or just, yeah, specifically the rom-com genre of anime. Because mm-hmm. typically your main heroine is completely different than how eyes is. She's very airheaded, but also straight to the point. She's not. Like, this overly outgoing, like, top-of-the-class student that is well out of his league. I mean, she is considered well out of his league, but that is because she is the greatest swordswoman. However, from a personality perspective, they are two drastically different people, and also they're both socially awkward. So, for one, breath of fresh air, Mm -hmm. two, adorable.
0: Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like she is a um, very different kind of heroine that we normally see and um yeah I don't know I feel like the main tropes that you would think that you would see in her you see in other characters which is and she is uh, I know we spoke about this in the last recording as well she is a fantastic juxtaposition to Hestia the god um Mm -hmm. because Hestia is insanely over exaggerated in her in her performance, she mm-hmm. is, um, like, very down your throat. A huge character, a very big personality, very big personality tropes. And she would be completely exhausting to watch if there wasn't a counterpoint to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Eyes gives us that relief.
1: And their interactions with one another are absolutely hilarious. The fact that Hastie refuses to remember her name because it's Eyes Von Enstein, and she's just, like eyes wallin' what's it yeah (laughs) it's oh it's fantastic it's just such a void between the two that is a breath of fresh air every time that eyes is around she's not around as much in the first season as she is in the second no however every time she is around it is an absolute blast and seeing their relationship grow, although spoilers. Even though spoiler chicken hats are on, absolutely nothing fucking happens <laughs> in the first two seasons. Yeah, there is like just watching their relationship grow and build. It is absolutely phenomenal.
0: Yes. Uh. So yeah. After but, uh, Minotaur comes over. I Min- mean Minotaur Minotaur?
1: Minotaur. Minotaur.
0: Minotaur. 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 I don't know how I'd say it with my accent. Minotaur. I feel like I would say Minotaur. Which
1: accent? You've got multiple.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's the thing! See, this is the conundrum that I have, is that I have to think, like, who am I? What do I speak like every time I come across a new word?
1: Then again, I am Southern American, and I pronounce room as room. So, you know, we, we out here. Anyway, so Minotaur gets absolutely diced in half, and Belle is like, oh, oh shit. I, I, I have found the love of my life. I need to go train. Yes. And because of this, because he has fallen so hard for this woman, he is he develops a special skill. At this point, dude has been adventuring for months and has never or I think he's been adventuring for like 2 weeks or a month or some shit like that. Like it's a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. However, due to his affinity for this woman, he is given a special skill by the gods. That gives him the ability to level up quicker to be able to try to catch up to her. Because dude is like, I really like this woman, but she is well out of my league. Like, she is a swordstress that is far beyond anything I could ever hope to be, and I want to be able to catch up to her so I can stand by her side and nobody look at us funny. Yeah, And so his skill allows him to, the stronger his feelings are, the quicker he will level up. Because, you know, hacks mode to... All anime protagonists, especially those in a in a harem anime. Yep. So his hacks mode is on, and he starts adventuring, like he's able to go further, level up quicker. And yeah, that is pretty much how the show continues until we get a new party member.
0: Yeah, so we are introduced fairly quickly to Lily, who is a support um support character she's basically like an npc i guess um
1: she i mean pretty much like that's all she does like she occasionally fires objects but other than that she is just there to collect the stones that are left behind because this world you do not it is not like skyrim to where you loot the bodies of your fallen enemies to get money no you destroy them they drop little crystal diamond thingies that you go and trade in for money and that's, that's all she does. She picks up those diamonds. She, why? Why does she carry around such a huge fuck off motorcycle brigade?
0: Honestly, I want to know what's in there.
1: Yeah. Like she, she literally just carries around rocks. Like that's, that's it. I don't know what is in that pack, but there's not. That mini monster drops. This isn't like Skyrim to where you're over encumbered because you have like 5,000 dragon bones in your fucking pockets. No, yeah. What is in that sack that is twice the size of her?
0: 15 pairs of boots, 27 robes, an entire sorcerer's apprentice.
1: (laughs) And also all of the cheese that you could loot off the shelves in all the shops.
0: Yeah, the sword and the stone. (sighs) Like, everything. I don't know. Uh, it makes me wonder if you were in that world, if you could smash some urns and get some some um, diamonds,
1: though. I mean, a- according to Zelda logic, right? I can believe it.
0: Uh, but yeah, so we meet um, Lily, and she is kind of sus, honestly. In Among Us, she, she, she would get sus. booted.
1: Uh, yeah, she would get booted real quick. Yeah. Except for by Bell. Bell would be the one that's getting marinated the entire time. Uh, Bell
0: would also probably be booted because he's the only one defending her, and thus they are teaming up together and they both get booted.
1: They they both sus.
0: Yeah. And then they would probably end up winning because her partner wouldn't be such an obvious <laughs> idiot.
1: Um, yeah. I guess Eyes would be the person that's just on the cameras, but also checking their phone the entire time, so they're just not even playing the fucking game. Right,
0: yeah. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, uh, she is basically being manipulated by her god in her house, and we don't really understand why at this point. But we know from the very beginning that something is up. It's not hidden at all. The viewer, whilst watching, knows that she is sus from the very beginning. Uh, it is Belle that is is the only one who is left unknowing. Um, so they go on a couple adventures together, and Lily ends up meeting Hestia, and they very quickly end up with a rivalry because harm. And, um, (laughs) and, uh, as their relationship progresses, Lily ends up stealing his, uh, dagger, I guess, sword, dagger, small knife.
1: It's literally just a knife. Knife? Like, I wouldn't even consider it a dagger, because the way that it's built, it is literally just a combat knife that Hastia had specifically made. It is the only knife of its kind. Yes. Because this knife will not break. It is designed specifically to grow with Bell. It is basically his skill yeah. built into a knife.
0: It is OP knife.
1: Very OP knife. Is
0: it um, dual bladed? Like, is it the other side sharp too? Or is it just like... Uh, a-
1: No, it's just the edge. No, like, it's just that one just edge. Just
0: one edge. So it really is, it's mm-hmm. just a knife. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, she tries to steal that, and when she does steal it and she takes it to a porn shop, they say, sorry dude, this is dull as fuck. <laughs> like, you're not getting any money for this. And, and so she gets really upset about it. Bell's running around like a headless chicken thinking that he lost his knife. And then eventually, uh, she, Lily gets stopped and, uh, he ends up getting his knife back, but he just thanks her for finding his knife. Like, he is so oblivious to this. And it, it later is said at a later point that he just was like, if she did do something bad with it, then I don't really care. Like I'm gonna trust her anyway, which could not be me, but sure.
1: Uh, yeah, super, super sus.
0: Super sus. Like, like, oh, she stole something from me. Oh, cool. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry.
1: What? Um, <laughs> no, no, it's it's like Goku logic. No, give them a second chance.
0: Give them a second, even though they did literally nothing. To they didn't even ask for a second chance. They're waiting for you to prosecute them. You're just like, oh, no, I'm going to give you a second chance out of the kindness of my heart because I'm a fucking idiot. Um,
1: yeah, pretty much.
0: It's like, oh, you stole my car? Why don't you take my house, too? Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's one thing that frustrates me um, about this. But uh, the way that it's done is, I guess it's kind of like, ah, oh, he is a perfectly sweet main character, but I just see him as very naive. He
1: he, he big dumb.
0: He big dumb. and uh, But at
1: the same time harem anime logic yeah so you, true you kind of give it a pass because harem anime but at the same time idiot yeah big big dumb
0: big dumb but yeah so uh if she takes him back into the dungeon they then go down a couple levels and uh she pushes him to go further and further and further into the dungeon to the point where he is further than he's ever been before but she has been that been that far before because she used to support other adventurers and they would take her further into the dungeon. And so she basically gets him surrounded, possibly leading to his death, probably leaving, in, in her mind, definitely leading him to his death. Um, at which point she has taken all of the crystals that he has collected thus far on his trip into the dungeon, and his knife, um, and, and other things as well, leaves him there, Uh, To die, and then as she is exiting the dungeon, she runs into people that she had previously gotten into scuffles with, who then beat her and leave her to then die by white rabbits, is it?
1: Nope, it was the giant ants.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. So we've gone from ReZero to Hunter x Hunter.
1: Pretty much. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, then all of a sudden, mysteriously, magically, ah, who is it? It's Belle. He lived. And uh, he saves her. They go back to the surface, and it is kind of when it, it, more about her is discovered in the fact that she belongs to a house that is ran by alcohol because the god of wine or whatever creates this alcohol that is so powerful that you cannot resist its charm.
1: Like, apparently one sip is enough to get you wasted all the way down to the tips of your soul.
0: Yes, it is the alcohol of the gods. And, uh, and so the entire house is controlled by this alcohol and they want to make money to buy more alcohol. And, um, thus they are incredibly dangerous towards each other and to other members of other houses because all they care about is money. And she has been trying to steal and save up money to be able to pay her way to leave, and, and that is why she was trying to get all this money. I don't think that story progresses until later.
1: That is season two, yes. whenever that plays out. Because the rest of the first season is we get introduced to the blacksmith of the party. Yes. Although that is... Wealth. No. Yeah. So, but first, our boy levels up. Yes. So he goes back into the dungeon and he ends up having to fight a boss mm-hmm. because accidents. Yes. Wait, was it? No, no, it was the minotaur that it was. the evil goddess lady of lust or whatever the fuck she is Yeah. sent her minion down there to train up a minotaur that will then go after Bell because for some reason this lady of lust has taken an interest in Bell and wants Belle to herself, but first has to see him grow because logic. Yeah. So Bell goes after this minotaur because it's trying to attack lily and him and is killing people Mm -hmm. and eyes shows up along with her whole party and eyes's party and family thinks bell is like some weakling yeah however they show up and this is one of the things that we talked about in the last episode where we talked about how it's cool to see how they uphold to a code of ethics yeah like, they won't jump in and try to help Bell in this scenario because you don't take somebody else's kill. Yeah, And so Bell goes ham, gets brought down to within, like, just a sliver of his life, but manages to defeat it in a very badass way. Can we talk about how pretty some of the fight scenes in this are?
0: Yeah, it's really well animated.
1: Yeah, it does not have to go as ham as it has done. We have watched shonens that don't have as good of fight animations as this. I like, agree. It makes no sense. Yeah. But yeah, Bell defeats the Minotaur, he levels up, he is the quickest person to ever gain a level. I think it's within two months, dude has leveled up.
0: Yes, from level one to level two. And because- The
1: level up mechanics in this are broken.
0: Yeah. But because of that, he kind of gains a reputation where people are, uh, are like, who the heck are you? And he starts to make a name for himself. He also gets an adventurer's name, um, because once you reach level two, you are able, you're God or goddess is able to go and get an adventurer's name for you. And I cannot remember what his is. Little Rookie. Little Rookie, right. So he is pretty much henceforth by any stranger from the this point onwards. That's what henceforth means. That was redundant. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Leave that in, editor. <laughs>
0: Honestly. But he is henceforth known as Little Rookie by any stranger that he pretty much comes across throughout, not just this season, but continuing on into next season. Um, and it makes me wonder if that name is never gonna leave him if he is gonna be little Ricky, or if like every like five levels or so you can get a new adventure's name. But it would be hilarious well, to I me think if it's he's like. Every time they level
1: up, they level up they're given a new nickname. Okay. Or like there's a chance to re roll it.
0: Okay. But it
1: he- however, I I've seen quite a bit of season three. I haven't finished it. Yeah. But to my knowledge he has not leveled up again. Okay. So I'm I'm curious to see if he levels up again. If he'll get a new nickname, or if the director of the show is just going to pull a Toriyama and just forget mm. that that was one of their like bits. If they can re-roll the nickname, yeah. But also, it's never quite fully spoken about how nicknames are given it's almost like a roll of the dice of a random generator and boom nickname
0: yeah well it was like because hestia went to go and get his nickname and then she was on the way there she was saying i'll get something normal i want to get something normal i want to get something normal and then we didn't see any of it and then she came back and she was like it's little rookie and he was like oh well that's normal um and so yeah it does kind of sound like it's uh, either a random generator or somebody else is deciding or it's like a, a luck of the draw like literally you pick out a name
1: yeah, because Eyes is the sword princess, which makes sense. Yeah. Like, that completely makes sense, considering she makes it to level six. She's, like, one of the first adventurers to ever reach that high of a level. Yeah. Because, again, the leveling system in this show is busted. You don't level up by just going to the mines and fighting. No, you have to go on what is called an adventure. Yeah. But after Belle defeats this minotaur, he acquires his first official skill that Hastia lets him know about. She did not tell him about the first skill because she didn't want him... To know, to kind of let that power corrupt him. Yeah. But she lets him know about the the next one because he gains a skill called the Argonaut, which is basically a one-hit bullshit hacks mode attack. Yeah. That as long as he believes in himself and fights enough, he will get the ability to use an attack that will shatter whatever is in front of him.
0: Yeah, it's basically the the, like, I have enough heart and soul, so here I go. Bullshit. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's what it is. It's, um, if you have enough mojo, you can do the thing. And it doesn't, yeah, it's... It, it doesn't base on level of damage taken. It doesn't base on level of, like, mana. It doesn't base on protecting someone. I mean, there is a level of protection that comes into play later, but, like, it's just pretty much when you feel good, you can do better.
1: Yeah, it's literally harder the cards.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's 100%. It. Which, I mean, I have, Issue with from a storyline perspective, but because it's a harem, I expect this kind of stuff, and I look forward to this kind of stuff when I'm watching a harem. When I'm watching, yeah, an adventure harem like this, I want to go in, have a good time, not worry about incredible plot lines. It's kind of like if they were to work out all of these things that we're currently picking apart, it wouldn't be what it is. It would be so much more detailed and insane and incredible. Yeah, fine, but that would, it wouldn't be a cheesy harem that we're watching.
1: Exactly. And don't don't take into it as we hate this because we're sitting here picking it apart. We are giving you this info because we want you to know what you're getting into. Yeah. We had a great fucking time watching this. Oh, very much so. This and Shehaya Faru are what like bonded Mine and Blues friendship. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Was
1: that. So don't like at the end of the first recording we both gave the show an eight. I don't know if that still stands I still considering stand by we've that. had two weeks. Ex- I do as well. Yeah. So I didn't know if watching Kakugarui would have changed that because it would have been <laughs> changed your weird perspective. Who knows? Oh,
0: Kakigurui is a time, and we can have some interesting a, conversations oh, we, about that. We
1: are gonna have a conversation about that whenever we record it yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah it's it's so much fun and it's so dumb and it's so stupid that it's a mental break and you can just shut your brain off and watch it and enjoy it so when we say this is a plot hole and this is a plot hole yes it is and um, yeah okay they didn't explain that And yeah okay they, they could have done so much more with that but the point of it isn't it's like reality TV this is the reality TV of anime it's not supposed to be taken seriously
1: yeah, it is stupid. If you don't take it seriously, you will have a great time. 100%. Do, do not go into it expecting it to just be this badass storytelling masterpiece. It is a harem. It is meant to be fun. There's going to be plot. It's going to happen. Yeah. You just accept it. You go on about your life and just be prepared to laugh yeah. out loud a lot.
0: Yeah, It's it's got some, some very solid, easy jokes in it. Yeah, okay, so he gets this new... Magical ability. He has Wealth now. Uh Wealth is, as we said before, he's the blacksmith. He uh, tags along on their dungeon adventures. He is able to use... He's a very interesting character, and his backstory is one that I definitely want more on. And I don't know if that's going to happen later on, because I haven't watched as much as Brad, um, or even into the third season. I don't know how, like, if we ever get a lot more on him, but he has a very... Mis-
1: you kind of slowly get more. I think eventually right. you get like a... Tad bit more, but to this point, all we know is that he comes from a family that had the ability to make magical items and weapons. Yeah. However, due to some sort of shenanigans or bullshit that are not properly explained, his family fell from grace. They lost the ability to make magical weapons. He is the only person in his family in generations that is actually able to make them. However, he chooses not to because he wants to be known for his own abilities, not his family's name of being able to make... Weapons. However, he is part of the family of the goddess whose name i can't fucking remember Who, but she yeah. has an eye patch and she's badass and she's like basically they're the family that make all the weapons and shit for the adventurers but they are also high quality and expensive as hell
0: yeah so the reason why he uh doesn't want to make magical weapons is because magical weapons are kind of like short-term use weapons they shatter um which we get a really good example of in season two after um a short time of use they are not reliable and he says that a blacksmith should make weapons that are constantly reliable to uh, the, the the wielder. W- wild? Wielder? It is wielder, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Should be constantly reliable to the wielder. And a magic weapon is not that, because it will shatter after a certain amount of use. Basically, it has really low durability. And so he wants to make weapons that are completely reliable. Thus, he has sworn off magic, and only wants to create things that are, that are like as he considers them to be true blacksmithery. Mm -hmm. So he joins the party. They then go... I feel like we can skip to the big event.
1: Yeah, so they go into the dungeon, and they run into an issue of... They accidentally adventure too far, they get hurt, and they have to make a decision on whether they want to go down to try to make it to the... What is it, the 18th floor? Which is like a safe house... Or they can try to go back up, but to go back up, they have to make it through, I think they were on the 13th floor at this point. So they have to make it through two harder floors. No, they were on the 15th floor, because the 13th floor is considered like the middle floor, I think. So they're on the 15th floor, so they either have to go down three, or they have to go up 14 floors to try to get their way out of the dungeon. Yeah. So... They make the call to go down, and as they make their way down, they continue to get worse for wear. I think, uh, Wealth and Lily both go down, so Bell is struggling his ass off, carrying them, barely able to fight, and we get an Attack on Titan reference.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. So they're uh, they're, uh, on their way down, they were just adventuring in the cave. The reason why they ended up getting stuck down in the cave is because another group of adventurers basically led bad guys to them uh, as they were trying to escape because one of their team members became injured. It then created them uh to be completely surrounded by not just the enemies that they were already fighting, but also the enemies that had been led to them. And uh it was easier for them to go down than up because, as you said, there was like 14 levels or something above them. And there are also holes in the ground that they could jump through. The Attack on Titan reference, I believe they called it a gladiator who was uh, frozen by ice. It's basically
1: just a boss. Yeah,
0: on the way level. down.
1: So every time you kill it, it will respawn back in the ice, and it will get triggered the second you fall or you walk through that room.
0: I thought it was like triggered after a certain time period, and they we running out of time. Well, and it just yeah, like yeah, after
1: it's. After it's beaten, then it will respawn after, like, a certain period of time. It's like an MMO boss. Yeah. Like, you beat an MMO boss, it takes a minute for it to respawn, so that was pretty much it. And they knew they were running out of time.
0: Yeah. So, they just barely make it by the skin of their teeth. And that's a horrible saying, by the way. Do you know what the origin of that is?
1: Uh, no, but I also don't think I want to know, because now my teeth are starting to hurt. It's
0: horrible. It's really gross. If you're, I'm not going to say it out loud because it's horrible, but if you're curious about the origin of that phrase, give it a Google, you will not think of it the same way afterwards.
1: Like, the second I even think about something like that, or even think, like, yeah. Like, my teeth are, like, a very sensitive subject.
0: Mm-hmm. Mine too.
1: To me. So, even thinking about it, I start thinking about something like going across my teeth and
0: uh, yeah, teeth and toes for me. Like whenever I think of like things going wrong with toes, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah,
0: nails, fingernails, toenails don't like it.
1: Nails in general are scary things, and especially considering how they are used for like midi- medieval torture oh, and whatnot. Oh, my God, yeah, like that's that's a scary thought. Like no, 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 no. Yeah,
0: like there's that one scene in Dawn of the Dead. I think it is a zombie movie where the zombies like scraping against the side of a bus wall and their fingernails all good. Yeah.
1: yeah oh, no. Horrible.
0: So gross. Uh, so now you have that lovely mental image. Let's continue. Uh, so,
1: yeah. Editor leave that in too. Right.
0: Yeah. So they end up on the 18th floor, which as we mentioned previously is like a safe zone. It's basically a forest world with these giant crystal, like like just decorations i suppose that's what you think about and it's a safe haven there are people that actually live on this 18th floor selling wares at exorbitantly high prices because obviously they can sell it for whatever they want they have no competition they're in the middle of a dungeon yep. um and and when they're there they end up meeting eyes and her team of people because uh As we said before, she was the one who froze the gladiator previously. And so they were all there and they were hanging out for a couple of days. It turns out that one of their their team members had gotten injured and they were waiting for somebody who went up to the surface to get an antibiotic to come down and give that to their team member before they were regrouping and heading on their way. So our team wakes up, our team of three wakes up after being healed and they kind of hang around for a bit. And we have a little bit of some like OVA kind of style, casual, fun times of just all of them hanging out. Until dun dun da uh I, earthquake happens. There have been several earthquakes leading up to this as well. Um a big earthquake happens, and the crystal shard that we thought was just a crystal shard isn't a crystal shard. Turns out there's a boss inside of it.
1: And it's like a level five boss. Like this is no typical boss after fighting a level one boss on floor seventeen no, of a yeah. Titan. No, this this bitch is really, really big bitch that has health stages like it can regenerate it's like fighting a boss you get it all the way down you have no health potions and then it's health bar just shoots all the way back up and you're like well fuck what do we do here yeah
0: it's like attack on titan plus you do you remember that um what was it an asdf cartoon where animation where it was like the black circle with the red mouth and then it would go ah, and then a laser beam would come out like back in early internet
1: maybe I feel like I have some sort of recollection of that, but my something. brain is also not.
0: It used to because I don't think it's an Asd.
1: Really
0: I thought movie. it was. I don't know it was like
1: i don't think so because i thought i ha- i think i have basically all of those memorized at this point because okay. i go back and watch a compilation every year so the new one comes out if you haven't seen the newest one it's hilarious it was a
0: similar animation style then of just yeah. idiocy and it i was, feel like
1: i know what you're talking about it sounds it used like to I have scream something and
0: then and i can't remember what it used to scream and then it used to open its mouth and a laser beam would come out and that is what i think of when i think of this if you're if you've been on the internet since a while i don't know you probably have an idea of what i'm talking about um and uh and that is yeah big laser beam coming out of the mouth uh refilling boss bar giant titan combination and so they all find it and they're all doing okay, but they're all not doing great. And they've got all the townspeople together and it's a whole big thing. Um, there was also a huge thing previously where, like, um, Bell got beat up before this because a group of butt hurt guys because he was leveling up faster than then kidnapped his god and were being <laughs> real sketch. <laughs> like that whole situation was real sketch. And yeah. yeah, he ended up getting beaten up pretty bad. Um, so he is fighting this boss having already been beaten to the point of unconsciousness. Because, you know, just him out fighting it as is
1: wasn't enough. Again, hacks mode. On. Oh. Yeah. But then major hacks mode, whenever Dude gets a magical item and uses his Argonaut ability at the same time yes. to defeat that bitch. Also, he does all of that. Basically defeats the boss single-handedly. Not really, but he's the only one that can basically kill it at this point. Yeah. Dude does not level up again.
0: No, I don't understand. What the shit? The only way that I can think that this worked as to not be an adventure for him is if his, like, levels bar was not already full. And he he wasn't gaining experience for those levels bars whilst fighting. He only gained experience once it was killed. So then he couldn't count this as an adventure because his bars weren't full.
1: So I think, from my understanding, because you had that point where after he killed the Minotaur, they went and looked at the stats on his back. Yeah. And they said something about all of his stats being S rank. So maybe it's a situation of you have to get your stats all the way up. That's
0: what I was thinking, yeah. And then
1: have your adventure to be able to yeah. do it, which I guess kind of makes sense because it wasn't that far removed from the his last level up. Yeah. However, dude killed a level five boss. Yeah. Like a boss that only eyes could have defeated, which by the way, she wasn't there. She went ahead with the first party, so she had no clue what the fuck actually happened mm-hmm. down there. So, all of that happened, and he was basically on his own, which is not like he would have let her help anyway, because he's like, no, I've got to do it on my own. I've got to be standalone, sad anime boy that has to be able to power through everything. Yeah,
0: he's got to be the very best.
1: That no one ever was. Yeah,
0: to defeat the Titan is his real test.
1: But also, to level up is his cause. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah. So Dude turns on hacks mode with a magical weapon that he got from Wealth, defeats the thing, and that's pretty much where season one ends, except for OVA. Yeah, right?
0: Yeah, the OVA. I'm yeah, I'm, it's on Wikipedia it's classified as part of season one, even though it's an OVA. So and on Crunchy it was also part of season one. So we're gonna say season one. But yeah, pretty much. secondary spoiler if you haven't seen the OVA.
1: Yeah, because I completely forgot this existed. Blue and I talked about it, and I was like, "What? What is this?"
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't I didn't remember, remember watching this the first
1: time through. Yeah, <laughs> I was very confused.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, hot springs.
1: Hot springs.
0: Uh, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I've blocked it from my memory.
1: I, I, too, feel like I've blocked it from my memory. What What the hell?
0: What's going on? It was uh, too provocative for our innocent minds.
1: Yeah, we, we here at the BNB Anime Podcast are the most innocent anime watchers that you, you will have ever seen in your entire lives.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the most. <laughs> next week, we're covering...
1: Uh, oh, God. Right next week. Innocent anime <laughs> <Next> watchers. <laughs> Yeah, so for those that enjoy their regularly scheduled innocent anime, not that this one is innocent in any way, shape, form, or fashion, uh...
0: Skip next week?
1: Yeah, definitely skip next week. So, (laughs) I'm trying to think of a way to kind of spell it out and not be as blunt as humanly possible, because I feel like horny gambling is not the best way to put it. I mean... But it's the most accurate way to put it.
0: Yeah, it's like... Uh, yeah. 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 It's, that's it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another way to word it, but I can't.
1: I, I literally cannot. That is the only way I know how to put it. Like, I can't think of another way. Yeah. it's But it's such a fascinating show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into that. That's going to be a whole... F- that,
1: that's going to be a conversation.
0: <laughs> what is going on with this stupid hot spring, though? Why can I not remember this episode at all? It's not in my brain.
1: Uh, oh, okay, so, hot spring episode, so, on their way back from the 18th floor, they decide to take a dip in the hot spring, however, we fully get introduced to alone time with Belle and Hermes. Yes,
0: I remember now!
1: Yep, and during their set alone time, uh... They decide to go peep on the girls in the hot spring. Well, they don't decide. Hermes decide and pulls Belle along, and Belle doesn't realize until they're standing on a tree limb overlooking the girl's bath. And when they do, Bell's like, oh shit, we can't be here. This isn't good. And he slips and falls it, into the bath.
0: Yeah, so, and because that's not like enough uh he gets out and he runs away because he's like oh my god i'm so sorry and he runs and runs and runs and then comes across another hot spring where there is also another naked female character because harm uh so he runs into leon who they then have a conversation like she just brushes it off she's like oh i understand
1: Like, oh, yeah, shit happens. It's, it's Hermes. Like, it's Hermes shenanigans.
0: Yes. And then because they want to just flip shit on its head and make this meaningful somehow, they then, um, show her gathering flowers and then taking him to go, um, rest those flowers on the grave, graves of her fallen party members, um, who did not survive in the dungeon. And being the reason as to why she's not allowed to be an adventurer anymore. That incident. Yep. So yeah, funsies.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely give it an eight. The OP is fun. It's not anything like laid back camp. No. Or re-zeros or anything like that. Like it's not as truly memorable, but it fits the genre. Yeah. And it fits the show. Mm -hmm. Like it's typical, like Konosuba OP, like it just fits the show. It's not the greatest, but it's not the worst. Like, it's fine.
0: Yeah, I think if I can remember correctly, I think I remember talking about the fact that... It, it, I feel like animes could go further with the connecting OP and EDs to content of shows. I feel like, like, uh, if I don't, re- it's been a while, it mi- I might be talking about Kono Suba as well because we did only just talk about that recently, but, um, I feel like you could check in a fiddle or a flute or something like that and it would just bring in the context of the show more to the OPs and EDs. I don't know if they did that in this case, I can't remember it, but, um, I feel like that's something that Animes can do across the board is bring in actual elements of background music that is featured throughout the show and use that in OPs and EDs.
1: Or if you're not going to do that because since a lot of the stuff is J pop and J rock, at least try to tie in the song with the show itself. Yeah,
0: lyrically. Like Re
1: Zero does a fucking beautiful job Mm -hmm. of doing that. Re Zero is my prime example of that because, of course, it's gonna be but also it's true like every op and ed has so much to do with what's going on in the show itself laid back camp just fits it because it's cozy and mm-hmm. it's nice and it does a fantastic job of fitting with the vibe of the show
0: another one so, is tanaka cocoon has a really good op
1: oh tanaka cocoons op is so good yeah. i love it so much mm-hmm. but yeah definitely I can't even remember the OP to this. I'm just remembering Konosuba's. Yeah,
0: I know. That's the thing is I'm I'm struggling to remember it as well. So clearly it didn't negate anything from the show, but I also wouldn't consider it a positive. It's just kind of neutral.
1: Also, I feel like we kind of shit on Konosuba's OP, yet it's all I can think of and it's pretty good.
0: (laughs) My mental image of it is fine.
1: I mean, hey, it's fine. Yeah.
0: Okay, next week.
1: But yes, next week, Kakigurui. (laughs) Oh, so in my defense, I... Don't remember that show being as weird <laughs> as it is. I don't know if my brain <laughs> just blocks out a lot in. of it or if I just like blocked it out. Like I wasn't paying attention to most of it, but watching it through this time with podcast brain, I was like, what the fuck have I gotten us into? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so t- for those that are.
0: 18 plus. Check out next week's episode.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, be 18 plus if you are sensitive to anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Do Do we just want to skip Kakagurui? Do we want to go on to realize? I
0: I actually really want to talk about it because it's insane. Um,
1: it, it is absolutely insane. I.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of nails
1: kakigarui oh no oh no oh god oh my hands hurt yeah oh god yeah so so kakigarui is an anime on netflix about gambling it is absolutely insane one thing i will say ahead of it though the animation on that show is extremely well done yeah
0: it's detailed
1: it is very detailed especially on certain points it is beyond detailed But the show is absolutely insane. I can't even begin to go into trigger warnings with the show because there's a lot. It's very odd, but it is it's definitely insanity worth checking out for some people so if you're if you want to give it a try, you can but if not, wait until next week's episode because we're gonna go into a <laughs> we're gonna go into a deep dive of the absolute insanity and stupidity that is cocky guru yeah. yeah, but plugs now is that a thing we do i've been out of the game for like three weeks so what the fuck do we do here (laughs) that is it so the absolutely lovely blue that has joined me this week has done her own episode now which y'all should go check out because it's on prince of tennis it's an absolutely fantastic episode it's episode 82 go check it out on all of the platforms fuck off motorcycle Mm -hmm. brigade we're so close (laughs) to being done So, anyway, back to the point. So, yeah, be sure to go check out that episode. Also, if you haven't already, whatever you're listening to this on, be sure to give it a subscribe or a follow or whatever it is that you're listening to it on. Because we upload every Sunday at 9.30 p.m. EST. So, be sure to check us out there and all of our other previous episodes. But, yeah, the lovely Blue. She's fantastic. Go check her out on Instagram and Twitter at... Uh, Blue Lavender STM and on TikTok because she does cool art videos at Blue Lavender. That's Lavender with an A, not an E because she has to be fancy and different. It's because
0: it was taken when I made my Minecraft account when I was like 13, okay?
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's why. Uh, so how long have you had that nickname? The
0: name Blue Lavender, well, it came up with the nickname... Okay so it wasn't like 13 it was like 15 I know,
1: I know the twins gave you I the got the nickname, nickname Blue. Blue
0: Yeah so that was in high school when I was in grade 10 10 or 11 I don't know which I was 15 so you were
1: like 15 I was 15 yeah. yeah
0: and yeah they gave me the nickname Blue and then I had been playing on my brother's Minecraft account because it was still in beta and then mm-hmm. eventually I was like no I'm going to get my own Minecraft account so uh I then got my Minecraft account and we were trying to figure out, they were over at my place, and we were trying to figure out what my name should be, and they were like, you should make it your nickname, it should be Blue, and I'm like, okay, cool, and I'm like, well, what goes with Blue? And so we were standing at a whole bunch of different things, nothing just fit, and I was like, well, what about Blue Lavender? And then it just kind of stuck, and then so I typed in Blue Lavender with an E, and it was already taken. So then I was like, I'll just change it to Blue Lavender with an A, and it worked, and it's been my gamer tag ever since. Then when I made my Twitch account, I was like, well, it's my gamer tag, so it will work fine for my Twitch account, and then... I had to make an Instagram and a Twitter for my Twitch account, so then it became that, and then it became my voice acting and my work name, and now everything I do professionally is Blue Lavender because of my gamertag in high school.
1: Yeah, and it's another one of those things, too, because I know your first name, I know your full name, but I just call you Blue to literally everyone, that's all... That's all that needs to be known. I'm not
0: kidding when I say that the only people that call me by my given first name are my parents and my brother. Literally. I mean, other than my family in the UK, but like, I don't talk to them on a daily basis. Everybody else. Friends. Anybody I've met in university. All of my university documents are under the name Blue, because they have a preferred name, and Blue is my preferred name.
1: So... So is Lavender your preferred last name?
0: I didn't actually... No, I didn't change my my last name for that, but my, my given name is... I mean, professionally, Lavender is my is my given last name, is my last name,
1: because... I, I feel like it's not even a last name. It's just one it's word. Just, you just have one first name. It's, it's just, blue just blue Lavender. I oh, think have
0: that name. Well... I have a very specific last name. There's not a lot of people with my last name, so it does give me an element of privacy as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. I'm going to give you shit about Lavender being your last name just because, why not? But also, I feel like Lavender also fits because it's one of your favorite colors.
0: It is. My other favorite color is blue.
1: What? What what sort of shocking shenanigans (laughs) is this? I also
0: like green, but that's just being weird. But anyway, if you like Brad, who's joining <laughs> me here, uh, you can find him at Brad Carter Gaming on pretty much everything. That's what he is as standard. You can find him everywhere. And yeah. uh, he has a Twitch, he has an Instagram, he does all the fun shit. He also mods for some fun people, so go find him on Twitch and then figure out who he likes because he's he's got uh, connections and it's a good time. You should check him out. Yeah. Um, and then we have BNB Anime for our socials. We have a, uh, Instagram and a Twitter and, uh, other stuff as well. So check us out at BNB Anime on pretty much everything. We also are on all of your favorite listening platforms. And if you want to find out if we are on them, you can head on over to our website, www.bnbanime.com, where we have links to your favorite listening platforms, as well as all of our episodes that are ready to download right off of the website if you want to as well. We have a comment section on there. We have uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, friends of the podcast, all that kinds of fun stuff. I am, still haven't done it yet, working on getting the dropped list and all of our scores being put up onto the website. So that should be coming, hopefully, at some point in the near future. And then we also have a YouTube channel where we've got fun fun content coming soon that we have been teasing for the longest time, but I promise that it's coming.
1: Not only that, but do be sure to actually subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. Because one of my friends that I mod for, uh, Bonk, she has made us a full streaming overlay, full Honan Yards, which I actually need to sh- send you the link of so you can check it mm. out because I think you're going to really enjoy it. However, so we will be streaming video games. I say we, I will be streaming video games on the YouTube channel very soon. Also, I will be setting up a Twitch to go with it because I pay for Streamlabs prime so why the fuck not stream on both right yeah and just try to gain as much of an audience as possible so whenever i get that made i will have that posted here as well Mm. but yeah be sure to drop us a follow on there because it's going to it's going to be fun the new demon slayer game is coming out i'm gonna play through a lot of other games if blue's open to it we may do some visual novels who knows
0: yeah it'll be great fun
1: yeah so Thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, Kakigurui Season 1. But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.